please fasten your seatbelt. This is the Daily Travel Tips podcast with reliable information for travel agents, wedding planners, families, friends, Insta travelers and others related to traveling and tourism. Travel Tips Podcast listeners, this is Kai speaking. Thank you for joining. Thank you for listening. Today's daily Travel Tips Podcast is all about food, good food, the best food in my consideration, the best food here in Playa de Carmen. Okay, if you have uh, good food in other cities, well, uh, please share your best restaurant. I caught myself today visiting a new restaurant having really really lovely food and i was thinking that i should dedicate today's podcast about these type of restaurants or my favorite restaurants but as well the restaurants um pointing them out the ones you uh yeah wouldn't uh, see in the first place uh that's where i uh yeah had lunch today and it was really really delicious i had actually uh yeah spare ribs wow and uh my wife had uh, cordon bleu and uh, my sons had uh yeah milanesa de reis that is or as we say in german schnitzel uh, very very tasty really 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 good food i turned that uh, chat off so the noise is not bothering us anymore. Okay, Plaide Carmen. Plaide Carmen is a, well, we have over 200,000 people living here. I would say that at least 30% are expats or people from other countries. It is very hard to tell. There are no statistics about that, but I would say at least 30% are foreigners, are uh, people which are enjoying living here, but uh, where or are not Mexicans. That for sure has a, a big impact on the local cuisine. Uh, even though my favorite uh, kitchens and my favorite restaurants, I would say all of them except the coffee places are. Uh, Mexican uh, places. I am trying to think of one single, all of them, I go through them, they are all uh, uh, Mexican uh, places I really enjoy. So that being said, um, it is very rich, it's very diverse, uh, the, the, the local cuisine here and um, if you look at the best places to go, well, uh, you can easily start at the 5th Avenue, uh, oh yeah, 5th Avenue, well, now it shoots to my mind, there is a French restaurant, Che Celine, where we like to go uh, for breakfast. I've never been there for any other meal rather than breakfast. Uh, they open at uh, 7.30 if I'm not mistaken, the last time I was there, 7.30, they open 7.30 sharp. Really delicious uh, breakfast, good coffee, I'm a coffee junkie, I really enjoy coffee, I enjoy good coffee and it's not that easy to find in every restaurant here and um, so I really, really 
um, enjoy a good coffee and the French guys at Chiseline they know how to make a good coffee and a strong espresso they have really good eggs scrambled eggs I enjoy an omelette there they have omelettes with uh, pure egg whites um, uh, vegetarian versions uh, but as well a la mexicana uh, very very lovely food uh, sticking to close to Chiseline is the traditional Mexican restaurant La Perla La Perla Pixan it's in the 34th uh, as I already said a traditional Mexican restaurant uh, they start as well early in the morning except Mondays they start as well if I'm not mistaken 730 uh, if not eight um, and as well lovely food good juices uh, there are many uh, breakfast places or many places they offer as well very delicious juices you can put them uh, together as you wish or they have uh, as well already uh, a huge menu of juices fresh juices obviously so that was Chiseline La Perla. Uh, close to 34th is the 38th. Uh, um, down to the beach there is La Cueva, Cueva del Chango. Um, yeah, the, the cave of the monkey or the monkey's cave. Apparently, I've never seen them, but apparently back in the days they used to hang out the monkeys at this area. And uh, uh, yeah, it is a bit uh, surrounded still surrounded by some trees but the the development the facilities are growing right and uh, and yeah to the right and left of it uh, hotels condominiums more restaurants uh, are, are constructed around it it is a yeah it's it's a common thing to see that um, constructions uh, are around it is a bit sad though because piece by piece they're taking away the um, the green zones, the green islands, and uh, so uh, that restaurant is called the Cave of the Mango. Uh, <laughs> the Mango. Oh, I'm tired of Chango. Chango means monkey. The La Cueva del Chango. Uh, very lovely food. I always go there for the uh, crepas de rajas con pollo, which is uh, crepes, uh, uh, not crepes, uh, crepe. The the, the, the thin uh, pancake, the French pancake uh, um, with chicken and uh, that would be pepper, a certain type of pepper. Very, very delicious. Comes with a sauce, it comes with pico de gallo and uh, as well good coffee. All the places I'm recommending you, they are having good places at least for the breakfast. Uh, like I said, I am a coffee junkie. Speaking of which, I have my coffee here. Just a quick zip. Served that you cannot smell it. Very lovely coffee. Speaking of which, I can only recommend you when you're here in Playa uh, Carmen or in Mexico, there is a brand called Punta del Cielo, the tip of the sky. Uh, they come in tin uh, cans. And um, yeah, that's a, a typical Mexican coffee from Chiapas or from Oaxaca. And uh, lovely, lovely coffee. My favorite coffee brand here in uh, 
in Mexico. I only can recommend this one. I enjoy that coffee very much. Uh, going further, where are we heading now? Uh, breakfast places. There's another one. Oh yeah, and uh, not to miss really great coffee and really lovely breakfast. A very hip place. I, I prefer to go there very early. They open as well at, they open officially at seven. I don't try to bother them at seven sharp, but you can get your coffee when you arrive there at seven oh five or seven oh ten. Uh, there's already movement in there. Really good coffee. And uh, I enjoy the fruit platter there. I enjoy a smoothie. Uh, which is called El Mamon. Uh, did I mention the name yet? It's Chu Chu. Uh, very, very lovely and yeah, hip place. It gets very crowded there. People like to hang out there. And um, yeah, therefore, I'm just Googling quickly the, the address because I'm not 100%. It's Avenida 20th between uh, and the corner of the 24th. It's very close to the 5th Avenue, it's just one, two, three blocks away from the 5th Avenue. Lovely place, like I said, opens early, good inter internet connection. All the places actually here have a good uh, internet connection, a decent, let me say it like that. Not to compare uh, to Northern American or Northern European standards, but considering where we are in the southwest corner and the most, uh, uh, yeah, Southeast, I'm sorry, southeast corner of Mexico. Uh, we are mm, pretty blessed with the uh, internet connection. So, Cafe Chu Chu, uh, they have actually uh, a, a, how you call it, pastry. They are making their own uh, bread and pastries. Uh, that is really, really delicious uh, stuff. What is coming out of that kitchen? Like I said, the fruit platter is lovely. They bring it with a, a yogurt and granola and star fruit and kiwi, strawberries, blueberries, apple, pears. Um, lovely, lovely fruit. And next to that, I enjoy there as well a bread with uh, quickly. Uh, not fried, it is toasted or in a pan, um, yeah, heated up a steak of uh, tuna, uh, tuna steak. Uh, really good food, cafe Choo Choo. And next place to go, let's go over to lunch. My favorite, uh, one of my favorite lunch places would be Los Aguachiles, a seafood place. I, if you are in Playa del Carmen, you are at the, at the Caribbean, if you're in Tulum, if you're in Cancun, you're supposed to eat uh, a seafood. Um, I have to admit, not all of it comes from the Caribbean. I, uh, when I arrived here, was a bit busy with import uh, or rather export uh, of of seafood, and I dug a bit into that uh, yeah into that area, and I figured that most of the seafood is actually coming from the Gulf of Mexico, from the port of Progreso, which is the northwest of the Yucatan Peninsula, and um, many of these of this are. Yeah, the most of the seafood actually is coming from there. We have uh, one or no, two or three big uh, uh, fisheries, not fishery, fisheries already too big set. They have a couple of fishing boats which are going for, uh, for shrimps and for uh, uh, pulpo, which is the, uh, how you call it, the uh, inkfish, the um, Pulpo, how you call it? Wow, I'm missing the word. Pulpo in English. 
What is it? Pink inkfish. Octopus. Wow. I am really tired. Octopus, um, that is uh, locally catched usually, but if we're talking about the sea bass or um, groupers, they are usually coming from the um, uh, Gulf of Mexico. You can still say it's Mexican seafood, but it's not from this area. If you have to, if you want to eat something really, really local from this area, you have to ask for boquinete. Bo Nete in English would be the hogfish. Uh, very typical. You see them actually um, a lot in uh, during snorkeling. You can see them as well. And what is a very traditional uh, way to to prepare it here is literally just gut it, just uh, get the intestines out and uh, <laughs> fry it. It is uh, a very very common way to eat the bokinete, the hogfish here. Very delicious though. Uh, otherwise you have to look for Mai Mai, very delicious as well, but then you already have to go into the recreational deep sea fishing, you have to catch your own, which is always fun. And uh, yeah, check out uh, our website, get in touch with us if you want to go fishing, I am always I am uh, always up for, for going fishing, Santiago as well is a uh, passionate fisher, the two of us we love to go fishing, so uh, if you are up for, for fishing just uh, let us know and uh, we are going for that uh, yeah, sailfish in the best case, uh, marlin or maybe as well the amberjack, amberjacks are really delicious as well, I had a couple of times uh, I was that lucky with the amberjack. But what I'm trying to say is, uh, if you go to seafood places, um, be aware that you are not all the time eating uh, the fish from this area. There are, and that's what I was heading to. Now let's change a bit from the best places to eat, like uh, uh, with names and locations. There are many places here uh, which are not so fancy. And I remember, I put my... I put myself back in the shoes when I just arrived here with my European way of looking at things and with my European way at, uh, of looking at restaurants and um, I would spare, and this was me six years ago, I would spare the places where they are serving food on uh, uh, plastic dishes, uh, what is very common here, and it's a sin because of the plastic. They wrap the plastic uh, a plate in a plastic bag in order to not wash it. They will just hand you the uh, plate covered in a plastic bag. On top is the food. You eat the food, and what they do is they stripe off the plastic bag, throw it away and uh, still have a clean plate. So in that way they, they save themselves the, the labor of washing dishes, which is a, a big, big sin if we're talking about uh, uh, the, 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 uh, the plastic waste, obviously. But getting back to me, uh, being uh, six years ago, arriving here, looking at these places, I would spare them. I would not eat there. I would think, oh, they're rather dirty. Uh, I guess I catch something. Uh, they are uh, only plastic chairs and plastic tables there. Uh, mainly, uh, maybe loud music or whatever. It was in the first glance. And once again, this was with my uh, uh, <laughs> European a point of view and in the best case it is an ignorant point of view or a, um, 
let's say, a less experienced way uh, of, of you uh, uh, looking at, at restaurants or food places. Because if you go in, in, in Europe or even in the States, if you, if you find a place which is on the corner and there are just some plastic st uh, chairs out there, your first idea or your first uh, thing that comes up is that it is low quality, that it is... Uh, and yeah, not good food. That's your first thing uh, that comes up. But, and here it comes. Me, now after six years living here, these are some of the best places you can get. There is actually uh, no better way, an indicator, and many people know that, if that restaurant is full. Look at it at the restaurant somewhere between 1 and 3 p.m. If that restaurant is full or people are lining up out there, then it is a gold mine for the owner and the owner does not have a right to earn good money with bad food. So that is a really, really good indicator people lining up outside there is for example uh, taco places here where you get a quick bite a quick taco on your hand right on the street and that street car or uh, uh, yeah around the corner places which are not there in the morning and they uh, yeah, just build them up in the midday and then the rest of the afternoon and the evening they're selling tacos there for let's say 10 pesos which is half a dollar two tacos for a dollar uh, everything homemade, not homemade, but handmade, um, salsas, uh, the different styles, and, and each of them is, is, is different. It is, uh, you could eat, I mean, if you are on vacation here, if you are here for two weeks, I can promise you, you can eat every single day. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner for two weeks in a row in a different place. If you're here longer, even then, uh, that would be a, a nice experiment how long you can find different places uh, uh, to, to eat that would be actually a fun fun thing to do um, there are there's let me mention the, the two my my favorite taco places Don Sur Lon um, there are several outlets of this one uh, all over the, over the city, plastic chairs, not at all, uh, they have as well fancy places at the main uh, center in the 30th right next to the supermarket. There is now one which is having wooden tables and wooden chairs uh, down in the 10th, I think they also have uh, wooden chairs in the 115th but there's one over in the 30th where there are still plastic chairs and again look for these places and another one good taco place is El Fogon which is right next to the Don Salon in the 30th and uh, what is Constituyentes uh, you find it if you are there at 7 or 8 p.m. you will see it because there is a huge line outside and um, that is as well a tip I would give you go um, try to avoid the rush hours my German inner clock is actually uh, that's that's uh, fun because my Mexican family my Mexican wife my kids they uh, I drag them always early into the restaurants early for Mexican when I am having lunch at 1 p.m. for me it is a perfect time to have lunch but already I would almost say a bit late for 
for my inner German clock, let me say it like that, but for a Mexican, 1 p.m. is freaking early. Uh, that being said, if you are adjusting your your hours a bit, like, like me, <laughs> it's not adjusted, that's me, uh, we are always avoiding the, I would say 90%, we are avoiding the, the queues in front of the of the good restaurants. Many, many times we arrive, we eat, and while we are about to finish the, the food, there is a starting, um, or the people are starting to queue up outside. So that being said, keep that in mind. Try to avoid the rush hours. For, for lunch, a rush hour would be starting at 2, 2, uh, two, two wow. 2 p.m. to 3.30, that's a good, that's a rush hour, that's where you probably line up. And uh, another one starting at uh, 7 uh, to 9 p.m., that's another uh, uh, dinner rush hour at the restaurants. I for sure did not mention all of them. Oh, a vegan place. I love, I, I'm not a vegan, but I love that place. Really, really good food, Clorophila as well. On the same corner, but on the opposite side of the street uh, is uh, the restaurant 30th Con uh, with Constituyentes. Uh, Clorophila, it's called um, a vegan place. I have been good coffee place as well. Only thing, and if the, uh, somehow the owner is listening, you are missing out a shitload of money on a Sunday. I can at least tell you that I would have left, left 10 times in the, I would say, last three months easily on a Sunday at least 200 pesos. 10 times 200 pesos. Me, myself, only me at your restaurant. Sunday being closed for me a no-go not acceptable for me that's not good business uh, I mean your staff deserve a day off I absolutely agree but do that on a Wednesday <laughs> Monday or whatever day but not on a Sunday uh, I have I find myself so many times on a Sunday morning strolling around looking for a good coffee and you are doing a really good coffee I love your scent Sandwiches uh, and uh, as well your pasta, uh, really good, good, good food. You you're doing a good job there. And uh, as as my piece of advice, change your opening hours. That would be my advice. Anyway, who am I? Um, just uh, someone who would spend a bit more money in a restaurant which is closed on Sunday. Okay, my friends, I am not, like I said, uh, Yelp is really good uh, with uh, the reviews. I, I enjoy watch, uh, looking at Yelp. Google Maps is very good as well. Oh yeah, talking about seafood place, very, very uh, popular seafood place is El Pirata as well uh, between 5th and 10th Avenue in, I think it's 44, if I'm not mistaken. Am I going to look that up quickly? Am I going to look that up quickly? That's 88, quickly, quickly. El Pirata, I don't want to say something wrong. Give me, bear with me here. It is, uh, I'm sorry. City Armor, 48. La Mansión I don't find it. Uh, let me Google it. Last thing. Okay, I am sorry. It just popped to my mind because people love that place and I found it. It's in the 40th between uh, the 5th and the 10th Avenue. I have been there once. 
I have to admit the food was good. I was not very pleased with the staff in my consideration here. In these days, you're supposed to treat your uh, your guests with a smile and uh, well, try to be attentive as possible. Many restaurants, all of the restaurants I was mentioning before are doing a great job with that. I miss that a bit at El Pirata. I also have to admit that it has been a while that I have been there. I think it's at least two years ago. Probably that changed as well. Why don't you give that a, a give it a try and let me know? Um, like I said, there are hundreds of more places here in Playa de Carmen. Maybe you have some more uh, um, recommendations as well. We already discussed, for example, in our uh, locals group on Facebook, the Riviera Maya Lovers. If you want to join and uh, have a look for the our as locals favorite taco places, uh, look at the uh, Facebook group Riviera Maya Lovers. Join us there for discussions or uh, uh, tips and tricks like these, the best taco places and uh, best cenotes and whatever we share there. Uh, the idea is to promote this area and to help uh, tourists, expats, whoever is interested in the Mayan Riviera. Long story short, have a look at the Mayan Riviera Lovers Facebook group and uh, for the rest, well, you know the drill, if you have any uh, requests, any questions, well, use the hashtag Q&A Kai, Q&A K-A-Y, or uh, Q&A, uh, no, Kai's podcast, and uh, feel free to comment. Well, you know, I repeat myself anytime, every time at the end, and therefore you know if you are still listening what you are. Hmm? You are freaking awesome. Thank you very much that you are here still with me. Uh, let me know if you have any requests. I mean it seriously. This is episode number 78. I am not running out, but I, I want to make sure that I am giving you helpful uh, advice uh, that I'm a, a, a good and useful source of advice for you guys here at the Daily Travel Tips podcast. Okay, well, I'm out of here. Thank you very much. I'm talking to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.